gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Welcome in, Tuesday edition, Three Dudes with a View. Uh, it's another beautiful day out there. Spring is coming. Uh, spring is here, perhaps too early. Uh, we're still in danger of a hard freeze, uh, being the beginning of March. And uh, with all these buds out on the trees and other plants uh, up and blooming and whatnot, a hard freeze would bring serious damage, uh, kill some trees, uh, destroy the nut crop, the fruit crop, that kind of thing. So let's keep our fingers crossed. I'm dude number three, Delk Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris has parked the bus. How are you, Clayton? I'm doing well, Delk. Good morning, everybody. And welcome back, dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Thanks, Delk. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Good morning. And favorite son, native son. Uh, Whoops. Favorite son, native son of Columbia, Ron Hart. How you doing? Good morning, everybody. Good, Good morning. morning. Okay, folks. Uh, let me see here. I've been looking. Ron's got his column out, of course. It published each week in about 60 platforms around the world, including newspapers, websites, what have you. Uh, and, Ron, it looks like this week you had a colonoscopy. Yeah, I just talked about colonoscopy. That's kind of the old... Yeah, yeah. Got to get one. You know, it's an easy thing to do. It came out well. Everything's good. So, uh, yeah, I just talked about the the nature of a colonoscopy. Just kind of little silly, more Louis Gazard type of Dave Barry pieces uh, than than political. Although I did I did take a take a shot at Biden in there a couple of times. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we can all agree, you know, on a serious note that. Uh, uh, it's it's obvious these days to, to anybody, including us lawyers, that colonoscopies save lives. Um, the current recommendation, I think, they've just they've just lowered it. It used to be fifty and above. Uh, now they say forty five and above uh, get a colonoscopy, and they definitely save lives. People, uh, yeah, it's easy too. You, you fast fasting's pretty good. You know you. you, you and it's uh, you read read it. It kind of goes to the process, but it's it's easy. I mean, it's like they little propothal, put knock you out for a little bit, and you do wake up, wake up thinking you kind of passed out at Elton John's Christmas party. But you know, <laughs> you know, uh, oh boy, you know probably that uh, that you know it's for the better. So I mean, men and women are different, of course. But three things men die of they shouldn't ever. Your heart situation, you can always generally find what's going on there with a cardiogram and other things like that prostate which is you know you got your prostate exam plus you got they got the PSA or the PS yeah PSA now and then colonoscopy so those three things you can fight you know pancreatic cancer no chance right things like that just a bad draw but those three things you can control uh, and I'm a lifelong hypochondriac I mean I, it's a full-time job so I worry about everything so um, uh, it's just good to go do it and my daughter's a doctor. She's she's all about it. So you know, if you got some money, do it. Um, I'm not a big person on insurance. I don't even have insurance. Uh, uh, I think insurance is the biggest ripoff business in America. The way they do it. I know a lot of people can't do it that way, but 
uh, I just paid I paid eight hundred bucks for this colonoscopy, you know. And everybody goes, "Why? Why you want to do that?" Well, first of all, if you have insurance, it's not going to be on your deductible anyway. Sometimes it is. Sometimes. Secondly, I'm not having I don't have a monthly insurance payment, so I can do a lot with that extra money <laughs> that I'm not paying the insurance companies. With every dollar you pay them, they probably kick out maybe sixty cents in in payments. And they fight you on everything you do, just about. So. Uh, you know, so I, then I'll be on Medi, Medi, uh We call it Medicare in about a year or so. So I'm, I'm gonna coast on the government. Mr. York will like that. Get the government to take care of me. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Ron. I like that. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, I think we all, uh, you know, you point out seriously in your column that uh, what one in five, one in five. How many? A lot of people just one, don't get a colonoscopy. Don't do it. Yeah, and that's that. Folks, you know, colon cancer is a killer, and I can remember all too many people that I've known over the years who uh, died of colon cancer. And um, yeah. uh, it, it it appears that uh, you know I I don't think getting a colon a regular colonoscopy is a guarantee, but it's about yeah. a ninety five percent guarantee. That, yeah, the odds in your favor, yeah. They go in there and they. Yeah. And they they can check a lot of different things. Also, you get scope. You get your throat for an extra two hundred dollars. My guy scoped my throat just to make sure there's you know no you know throat cancer, lung you know that type of thing. I mean, I, you might as well get them peek around in there because if you got cancer and you get it early, you're gonna live. You got cancer and don't get it early, could be night night. And in worst case, you know, best case, you, if you catch it late, it's gonna be a lot more radiation, a lot more problems for you. And in Columbia, you know, Murray County's got a nice cancer center there. I think. If what I'm, yeah, what very, I read, very regional, very good. And, and uh, so, I mean, of course, the phosphate's there, and there's some arguments that maybe it's a little more dangerous in Columbia. I don't think the numbers bear that out. I asked Ed Lancaster one time that, but I, you know, I just only people I ever know about a cancer was from Columbia. Of course, you know, uh, just about. I and mean, now a few other people have, but it seemed like a lot of people did. But there's also lifestyle issues, smoking, things like that that go into it. But I, I don't know if the phosphate's really. I don't know if anyway, anybody's done the study there, but I don't know if phosphates and some of the chemical plants there they ever cause people to have more cancer in Columbia than most places, adjusted for lifestyle. Because you have to argue a lot more people smoke there and you know, you know, than than do probably in Atlanta or Buckhead, you know. Uh you know, Ron, back in the phosphate days, which are long gone now, there were some people who uh and we used to have some sort of like cancer clusters that caused a lot of suspicion like down around williamsport um however uh those days are gone uh good yeah and uh yeah i know bethany russell and olivia wells some people in my class you know died relatively early of cancer i just you know and maybe that was for the bad maybe phosphates were causing a problem i don't know i mean i i I didn't see the research but it cost a lot of jobs to Columbia, but it was a you know I guess if you if you're killing people, then definitely it's yeah. that's the right answer. Yeah, Beth that, and Russell. That New England journal, journal Ron, that published the test results between people that get colonoscopies and people that didn't. There wasn't a significant difference in those that died from cancer. Really? So you mm-hmm. said don't get one? No, I'm saying the results of a study that they did, the New England Journal of Medicine said it wasn't a big difference between getting mm-hmm. one and not. Those people that got them and those okay. people that didn't. Well, send, me, send, me, do send me that. Hit that huh? link. Send, send that to me. I'll read it. I, I definitely mean, want to read that. That, that is I, I, that's yeah. interesting, Mr. York. But I, I, I would, folks. I mean, I, well, I, I know what you're saying. The, the different people getting it. Now, the question is, do you get it early with a colonoscopy and, and live longer? 
that I guess that would be the next layer of that, right? So yeah, there's no difference in who gets it based off who has colonoscopy. The question is who tests colonoscopy and catches it early. I think it's sense. all in the genetics of individuals too, you know, because I had pancreatic cancer and so far I'm cancer free after wow. four and a half years. Wow. Good. Man, you're you're an aberrational pancreatic cancer. That's yeah. a tough one. That's a tough one. But now folks, I yeah, don't take the wrong thing away from this. I mean I I can tell you that you know, as I was growing up, I I watched, uh, you know, people of my parents' generation, uh, whatnot, uh, died of colon cancer. My grandmother died of colon cancer. And it's not been hard to observe that since, you know, colonoscopies came, became uh, widely available in this community, which was about 10 to 15 years, maybe 20 years ago. Yeah, 20 years ago, maybe about 2000 or so, they really became widely available in in Columbia. Uh, there has been a noticeable drop. I mean, just to me, I've observed a noticeable drop in the number of people who are dying of colon cancer. And so, yeah. Yeah, yeah I would like to see a study, Mr. York. I, I, I find that interesting, but you know, there's some nuance to it, I'm pretty sure. I'm surprised New England Journal of Medicine would even go that route, but if it's true, it's true. I mean, it is yeah. what it is. I have not heard of a single person in this community uh, who got uh, timely and regular uh, colonoscopies uh, dying of colon cancer. I've, I've just not. Yeah. Um, and so... Yeah, I know a few people that put it off and and, and got it. Yes. Uh, Rody Cheryl, some people I know here in town, and other people put it off. A lot of men are, you know, they got big egos. I think they're going to live forever. And I'll, the, the idea of doing that, you know, somehow goes against their nature or whatever. Some, someone monkeying around down there. but you know, So they're, they're macho. They don't do it. And that's the ones that get it. So I've, go get it. I've known it. Yes, Ron, I've known at least two uh, now who uh, – uh, did not, you know, it used to be 50. Now it's 45, folks. Get your first colon, colonoscopy at 45. But I've had two friends and acquaintances who didn't timely get in. And yeah. um, one of them is uh, deceased and the other is uh, having a hard time. So Yeah, yeah you're right. 45 is probably a good number. And, and, and uh, if you have it in your family, too, there's a higher chance you, you, you may get it as well. So if you, you, have, you heard an aunt, uncle, cousin have problems with it go 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 early so yeah there we go well that's a pleasant subject for yeah there you go <laughs> happy <laughs> happy tuesday everybody <laughs> biden had his mr york and they uh they came out okay they found two msnb msnbc reporters out there and oddly enough a lot more classified documents it's weird <laughs> that's a nice place to hide i guess <laughs> i guess you're gonna hide them that'd be the place you know what i'm saying and, and Pete Booty, I had heard about him get a call in Osby. He said, "Me next, me next. I want. I'm next." So, oh, <laughs> maybe boy. too young. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh boy! In the meantime, yeah. uh, Ron Hart, your uh, your city. Uh, I think I think you've decamped, left, whatever. Uh, is uh, Atlanta, and in Atlanta, thirty five demonstrators uh, have set fire to uh what's they call cop city and it's a new public training center where they you know policemen go to train in yeah. atlanta uh authorities noted how the group changed into black clothing and alleged and allegedly began to throw commercial grade fireworks molotov cocktails 
large rocks and bricks at police officers. Um, and the, the police chief said it's, uh, you know, it's bad. Uh, and and he, act, he I, I, I love this. All these folks, let's see, they've got a list. Now, folks, we here, you know, in different parts of the country and the world, it's different. But here in the eastern United States, usually when you got big riots and stuff, it's largely black folks involved. Uh, you know, out west, it's white, and then, you know, soccer games in South America, it's entirely different. But uh, these folks are all uh, young white people. They're from all over the world, and they uh, somebody did it. On, they're all from very wealthy families. Yeah, I'm on that board, and I was on that board in Atlanta, Atlanta Police Foundation that built that center. And These are the Rogers Center. Yeah, is a training center in South uh, Atlanta, and uh, and um, you know they funded it. And we're trying to do the same thing in Chattanooga, by the way. That the Atlanta Police Foundation would support cops that were shot. They would support cops that were having a hard time. They would support the police force of the community would and the main thing we did was we tied all the security cameras in town so if you own a private building say you own wkrm you got you got uh security cameras on, on the outside of wkrm you would tie it into the police station downtown so if somebody robs somebody rapes somebody rapes somebody and they're on, they're on the lamb running across town they would pick up all the tag numbers from everywhere so you increase your cameras uh you know your, your camera ability by the police force by using private tying the private sector cameras into their their surveillance stuff. Now, as a libertarian, I'm not real big on just miscellaneous sur- surveillance. But if you got the true crime, you know, like a major crime of, of, of uh, you know, a, 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 you know, aggressive, um, dangerous crime or shoot, shooting or, or what robbery, or whatever, then they they can track you down by your tag number and see what part of town you're going to by picking you up. So that's what they did in Atlanta. And then so this police center was built as a training center. You know, Mr. York always talks about police need better training, need better training, whatever. So that that's what we did down there, build a big major academy down there. And for some reason, they got on that radar on Tifa. I don't know, these these guys are monkey see, monkey do most of the time, but they somehow they got it on so all these rich white kids, you know, that come down there and and you know, throw rocks at it and set it on fire and it's sort of the cool thing to do right now, apparently. So and, and the FBI knows who they are. The sad thing is the FBI knows almost every one of them. Yeah, they never get arrested. You know, January 6th, you know, you know, they go in a monkey with uh, Nancy Pelosi's podium and they get a perp walked and, you know, no no habeas corpus. And, you know, and here they know they're going to throw bombs and fire and shoot, you know, and, and no problem. You know, you're not going to perp walk them. I mean, that's 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 the troubling part of this whole thing is the lack of consistency within the FBI and CIA, whatever, on these people who they know who they are just arrest them yeah i mean all but 30 of the 35 36 arrested on domestic terrorism charges all but two were from out of state georgia like i said they're all wealthy uh caucasian kids all but two were from georgia you mean no all but two were from out of state Oh, but, oh, yeah, oh, two were from Georgia. Another, yeah, yeah, another two, way to say it. Yeah, I got you. Georgia. Yeah. All right, let's take a break and come back.
Parks Motor Sales is our area's premier GMC dealership. Their lot at 919 Nashville Highway has an impressive selection of GMC vehicles, trucks from the light-duty GMC Canyon to the Sierra 3500 Heavy Duty, and everything in between. GMC's SUVs are impressive with the Terrain, Acadia, and Yukon. Want luxury? Ask about Denali upgrades. Go to ParksMotorsales.com for information and see their awesome offers and services. Parks Motor Sales, GMC. We are professional grade. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group. 
or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. The Q&Group, land is your legacy. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. What do you see? The sun is rising Most definitely There we go, Tommy James and the Shondells, folks. It's all good. My name is Delk Kennedy. I am dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? I'm doing well, Delk. Good morning, everybody. And welcome back to dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody out there. And native son of Columbia, favorite son of Columbia, uh, Ron Hart, I think, if he's on. Are you on, Ron? He, he may be back in a minute. We'll see. He's uh, he's somewhere. Probably have to go to the bathroom after that colonoscopy. There we go. <laughs> anyway, yes, but seriously, I mean, there we go. Ron Hart, how are you? Sorry. Okay, good to have you. I'll help do some heavy lifting around the house here. Hey, hey, Del, before we get on to the next uh, topic, I want to tell everybody out there that, you know, we got the SEC tournament happening in Nashville this Tomorrow. Week. Tomorrow, correct. And we will be covering University of Tennessee, University of Alabama basketball. But for anybody out there that wants to take their kid to go see some SEC tournament basketball tomorrow, Wednesday, Ticketmaster is giving away tickets for free. All you got to do is pay the service charge, which was like for eight tickets. $1,700. Or six, six bucks. Six yeah. bucks for eight tickets. You can get up to eight. But uh, there's there's two games tomorrow evening. One starts at six, and then uh, the other game uh, starts right after it. Just go to Ticketmaster and get you some free tickets and take the kids to the game. And, you know, wow. Clayton, that's, that's, that's a big deal. Yeah, it's free. So, yeah, I mean, like I said – Eight tickets will cost you six dollars. If you got a kid out there that loves basketball, take them take them to a couple of games. All right. Yeah, Aaron. I went to the Houston Memphis game Saturday over in and Memphis played them within two. Oh, it was a great one. game. It was a great game. A lot, lot of energy. It was a lot of fun. SEC's good. Tennessee's good this year. You got Vanderbilt, Tennessee, and Memphis. Kind of, you know, probably essentially top twenty-five teams that are kind of have have a shot. Vanderbilt surprising. They're good. They've gotten better, much better. I'm glad Kentucky's down. I never liked Calipari leaving Memphis the way he did things. I'm glad to see Kentucky and Duke and UNC. I think Kentucky, Duke, and UNC aren't in the top 25 for Ken, the first time in a long time. Right? Ken, Kentucky's up there, I believe. They're they're somewhere deep in the top 25. But, yeah, North Carolina and Duke, uh, nothing like they have been over the past couple of decades. Now, Miss York must have left shelf unstocked when he left. <laughs> yeah, Miss York, do you have a favorite Tennessee team, or are you just LSU and Grambling all the way? Oh yeah, I'm, I st- I st- Tennessee's got a good team, but I think Alabama's going to take them. You know, I watch them, but uh, I don't have a a favorite in Tennessee. Okay, I got you. I'm, I'm a big fan of LSU gymnastics now. <laughs> yeah, I think I know why. <laughs> Something, something compelling about that sport. Uh, 
I, okay, for I those understand. for those of you who don't know, there is a uh, LSU gymnast uh, who's become a you know a viral phenomenon. Uh, she is extremely cute and uh, and worth millions of dollars now. Yeah, I, I I think I read that by capitalizing on her uh, followers, she's making about two million a year. Maybe. Yeah, nil. She's like the highest one of the highest paid nil athletes in the nation. Wow. Olivia Dunn, that is, yeah. that's correct. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Good. Good for her. Good for yeah. her. Yeah. It's good. It's, it translates beyond football too. Yeah. That's yeah. Good for her. She'll come out and play. I don't know what she'll do when she comes out, but she's got a big social media fo- media following. She's obviously very cute, athletic, all American. I don't know if she'll do anything in the Olympics or anything. is she that good? Uh, yeah. I mean, that's ki- she just- that's kind of like the next step. I mean, for her, really. I mean, there's really nothing after college other than you know Olympics. competing in in some type of world event. So. Yeah, get on a pro team and go pro. You know, yeah, not gymnastics. No, and I mean, I read an interview with her. She uh, seems like a, a very level-headed, nice young lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so, go girl, go. You know, yeah, good <laughs> go girl, go. Mm-hmm. All right, Ron. Now you <clears throat> you you now have the honor of both you and Dilbert. Uh, have been dropped by Gannett, the Columbia Daily Herald. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm not sure what Dilbert did. or uh, He said somebody neighborhood or something. I think he just, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, I, I, I read it once or twice. I've seen it on Saturday Live, did a little piece on it, too. You know, they kind of made fun of Dilbert being. But, yeah, it's, it's you know, he said some comment that if the races don't get along, you know, if you if you're in constant conflict, uh, you know, why not live in an all white neighborhood, something like that? In the, in the, essentially, what he said, Mr. York, I forget. He said something that affected. Yeah, something disparaging. He said uh, about black and white residents of neighborhoods. You need to get away from black people and all that stuff. If you can't get along, there's an if in there. Like if if, if this doesn't get better, this whatever. I think there was a little bit of a nuance well, to it. I think the they exercised the. Papers exercise their freedom of speech. Yeah, they, did they didn't want him. They didn't want him uh, in his cartoon, so they decided not to carry him anymore. Freedom no. of speech. I, yeah, they're a little hypersensitive, but yeah, I get you. That's their call. Uh, Gannett's a, a walking dead anyway. By the way, they're, you look at their stock and everything that's happened to them in the last few years. You can't be a woke. You know, hypersensitive, hyper. You know, you know. I love Chris Rock, by the way. You get a chance to watch his Netflix special. He's he's coming around this woke stuff. He's he had some things he said in that stand up that you know. And Chappelle too. I mean, they're both very anti cancel culture, very anti woke. They're very, you know, he's he's talking about Lululemon and all this, you know, this messaging they have, and you know. For a hundred dollar, you know, workout yoga pants, he said, "Said I'd rather pay twenty bucks for yoga pants and they'd be racist. Hundred bucks and tell me to tell me how they're not racist." So I think people are pushing back some of this ESG, some of this woke stuff a little bit. And when Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle do it, it's it's, it's a canary in the coal mine that people are tired of this stuff. This is overdone. Yeah, I mean, of course, the, this uh, Dilbert's author. Uh, they quote him here. He says, I, "I'm 
I'm I'm going to back off from being helpful to Black America because it doesn't seem like it pays off. Adams said. That's the Dilbert author. He says the only outcome is I get called a racist. It makes no sense to help Black Americans if you're white. It's over. Don't think it's worth trying. Uh, you know, I, I've in times of frustration expressed similar sentiments here on this show uh, when uh, things like the 1619 Project uh, you know, and critical race theory saying that we're just inherently racist uh, systematically racist and there's nothing we can do about it, you know I mean, well, what point do you have? What point do you say, heck, the heck with it, we're yeah. out, you know, I'm out tried, yeah. you know, 20 years, what is it going to take? Yeah. As you know, I've often asked you, Mr. York, what is it going to take? And you keep saying the quality and opportunity. I'll tell you what it's going to take. It takes one or two people doing what they think is right. It's not going to change the the hearts and minds of many Americans who are adverse to anything that you do. So it takes a system change, a gradual okay, system it's back, change. Back up with what you just said. Adverse to anything you do. So that's why Dilbert gave up. Right, you're telling me we're adverse to anything we do. So why should we even try? Well, he didn't. Well, he should have known. He should have known should by have making known. statements that were offensive was going to get him in trouble. I mean, if he's not as as intelligent, you know, he's did all his, did all his cartoons. He's not intelligent enough to know that there are things that you just keep your mouth shut. You might think it, but keep your mouth shut. But he put it out there for the whole world to see how ignorant he was. Well, isn't that shutting well, down somebody's opinion? Isn't, isn't that kind of stifling free and, speech? And what is the well, matter? Well, free speech has limits, Ron. It, it requires responsibility. Fire in, the, fire in the theater. I get it, but that's not fire in the theater. You know, Mr. York, when, <laughs> when you've got people in our <laughs> He lost all his customers. Yes, it is fire in his theater. Well, he's already yeah. made his, and he doesn't care. Yeah, but he's fine. The, uh, but this Adams looks like he's about well, my age. And both of us, you know, I've expressed this before, grew up and came of age while listening to Dr. King. And uh, like I said, the, uh, you know, I, I have worked. I mean, it's not been my main vocation, but I've worked all my life to try to listen to Dr. King and move forward with what he said. And uh, now I'm systematically racist and can't be saved. And um, the, and supposedly somehow I still benefit from slavery. I mean, yeah, I give up. And, and, and they, keep course, pushing, they keep pushing the envelope, keep keep pulling the, like peanut and and you know, keep pulling the the football away as you get ready to kick it. You know, it's just I, it seems like we're trying. I mean, this is Mr. York. I'm just telling you, it's not like we really are trying. I know there's no one harbors any racism in their heart or whatever, but it seems like the, the goalposts are constantly moved. From all men are created equal, equal opportunity to like reparations, sixteen ninety. You, you, you're inherently racist. You stink. You're beyond repair. You're, as Hillary Clinton said, deplorable. You know, I had employees that you know I'd challenge them on their performance and work, and sometimes they will. York, I'm trying. I'm trying. I said that's not gonna cut it. You got you to perform. Moving the, well, if you want to keep what? the job, you tell us what you said. Trying does people. not get it. Trying does Try, not get so, it. So, so trying doesn't get it. The, what what pleases you need, you? You need to learn the proper proper information to be in a multicultural world. I mean, it's here. It's not going to change, folks. I, I mean, you can wish it and say I'm going back the way I used to 
and all that. It's not going to change. This is still going to be a multicultural world and a world that we all have to live in. No one doubts that. Yeah, so I mean, what's develop the skills, there? develop skills that's conducive to getting along with people across the board. That's that's all you got to do. By not saying things and not tugging at threads that 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 are that are inconvenient truths to people, you stifle free speech, and everybody's scared. Everybody runs this woke world where they're scared, going yeah. through the motions, and not really genuinely doing anything. Mr. York, Mr. Well, Adams, no Mr. Adams, insulted. Mr. No Adam. one wants to be insulted time and time again by by society. You don't want to be insulted, and I don't want to be insulted. So if you know there are areas that are insulting or disparaged, then you don't go into those areas. I don't care what you think. Keep your thoughts to yourself. But in your actions and your words and your deeds, do the best you can to get along with people across the board in this world. That's all you can do. Well, well, I, it I, I certainly... Go ahead, Ron. Now, when's it going to be enough? What's enough? It's never enough till everybody has their never enough their portion. Then, well, of then that's freedom. what Dilbert gave never up. It's never enough. Until, it's never enough until everybody has their portion of freedom, which you, as a freedom. human being, or me, as a human being, we don't have a right to give you people a portion of freedom. Wait a minute, back up. Freedom, After. freedom is a God-given right. Right, and you have it. Y'all have it. And well, you don't have the here? right to withhold it, or I don't have a right to withhold where, where, it. Where have we withheld freedoms, Mr. York? Well, this is where you get off on talking about, well, I've done enough. There's never enough in a human. Yeah, I, in a I'm human a libertarian. We're all about freedom. And also about responsibility and accountability. But there's there's no end to what enough is. You can't say, I've done this there's and no I've done that. No end to what enough, enough. I well, no you gave up. Do you freedom, understand why freedom, you gave up? If there's freedom no is end, free, if freedom is no free, end there's no limit. Keep moving the goalposts as to what you want, not not equality. Now you want rep- reparations and extra stuff and, uh, and affirmative action. When, when is it enough? So why do you have the keys to it's enough? Or there's a portion I don't know the that keys you're to it's enough. To I'm trying. I'm the one trying. Look, we'll I'm keep trying, trying until, until you get standards. to the end. You know. What? When you run, when you run the hundred yard dash, you don't say I'm trying at forty yards. You try to finish the race. So, but the but the but well, the hundred yard dash became a mile race. You keep moving the goalpost. <laughs> you know, no, I mean, it's it, nobody. It's nobody keep moving the goalpost. I'm pacing the myself for a hundred yard dash. Y'all keep the, y'all, y'all make this a marathon. There are goalposts of freedom win. that's out there that everybody tries to achieve, and it doesn't move. I think it's moved a lot. Obviously, we hadn't got close to it. That's what we haven't got close to it. It's not better from the fifties and sixties and forties and fifties. You don't think this is the problem, Um, and the problem is that large numbers of large numbers of people are who have been very sympathetic uh, to the words of Dr. King. Are now becoming alienated, and that's a problem. Use for those quotes, Dell. They like to use. What's that, Mr. Short? I was saying a lot of people use uh, Dr. King's quotes, but in reality, the country's not there yet. Well, I, you know, I, 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 all my life, you're. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, now you're just getting into degree, but I, almost everybody in this country heard Dr. King. Uh, you know, I was like 10, and uh, we heard him, 
And all my life I've said that's true. And that that was an important first step in those times to start working forward to solve the problems that we had. And But now, uh, you know, what Mr. Adams said, I think, reflects a growing and large number of American people. And they're just giving up. And, you know, I'm not happy about it. It's just sad. But, I mean, if liberals and, and black folks yeah, I, don't I, understand I, what's happening, it's not going to go yeah. well. I think, Mr. York, could you, could you, are you open to the idea that the movement, Dr. King's movement, has been hijacked by white leftists, the Antifa types that are down in Atlanta burning the police station, and demands are being unreasonably made, and for some odd reason, maybe Soros, some some nefarious, maybe Putin or someone's trying to drive our country apart by hijacking this movement and making outrageous demands that are unattainable and dividing the races in hopes of ruining America. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Let's take, it, let's take that, that break and come back, though. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. So you had an accident. Now what? Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop. You can count on us to repair all makes and models. Our certified techs will take care of everything from frame damage inspection to bump out or replacement with OEM parts. We've got the expertise to make your vehicle better than new and get you back on the road in no time. Plus, our collision work is guaranteed for the life of your car. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop to the rescue. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Hello, this is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. We're this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Most chronic back problems are caused by compression from the disc becoming thinner and bulging as we get older. All we have to do is treat the disc by gently decompressing the spine. You may not have to rely on dangerous drugs, risky injections, and often unnecessary surgeries. If you are experiencing neck, back, hip, or leg pain, it's likely we can help you. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call me painfree.com or 615-551-9224. 
Vintage doesn't always mean long-lasting. As your home systems age, your repair costs, utility bills, and breakdowns rise. During Hiller's Vintage Showdown, we're giving away a free new system to the owner of the oldest HVAC unit. Submit a picture of your old equipment online to see if you qualify as the winner. Everybody wins with trade-in credits plus 0% financing for up to 48 months with approved credit on select new HVAC systems. Enter to win now at happyhiller.com. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Tennessee agriculture sustains us. It's our most important industry. It's the leading economic driver in our state with an $80 billion impact each year. And our farmers work hard every day to protect our natural resources. It's their livelihood, and it's a strong part of our national security, sustaining a way of life that provides safe, affordable food, fiber, and fuel for all. Help celebrate National Ag Day on March 21st and every day. This message brought to you by the Tennessee Farm Bureau Federation. All right, welcome back, everybody. This is T. Willie, and I've got our very favorite grocer, Mr. Miles Johnson, on the phone. Miles, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. And as always, uh, you have some great, great specials for us. So uh, what do you got this week coming up right now? All righty. Well, this week we have fresh ground beef, two seventy nine a pound, whole ribeyes, four ninety nine a pound, strawberries, two for four, Bego soft drink, two liters, four for five, and Dasani water for five ninety nine. But we also have a special going on right now while supplies last beef tenderloins $9.99 a pound for a whole tender and $10.99 a pound for the filet. Wow well, what a great deal that is uh, people need to come in and get that and as you said that's while supplies last so people need to hurry over and again as always you guys are seven days a week 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. right there in West 7th Street so uh, you have a great day and a great week and again thank you and thank all the great people that work there and uh, we'll talk to you next week okay. Alrighty thank you. Okay, we're back. Three dudes with a view. I'm dude number three, Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. And uh, regular special guest dude on Tuesday, Ron Hart. How you doing? Well, he seems to take well, a break. Missing in action again. <laughs> missing in action. There we go. Let you me know. mention something about that. Sure. Georgia thing, and in my position, this is how I see it, and I'm not representing anybody but Jim York. Gotcha. The mayor has adversely criticized that that project going forward. It's a, a large parcel of land. Uh, they're going to use 85 acres, I think, of it, and there will be 260-some acres left. It's in It's in an area where Hispanic and black Americans live adjoining those uh, that plot uh i don't know you know every time there's a group of people that gather for an issue uh the right wants to label them antifa you don't they don't know any more about who was part of that group or not but i know it was wrong for that person to fire a pistol and injure a policeman yeah. and and that that was wrong and violence doesn't stop doesn't stop any type of project it just gets worse so they're going to decide to build a training center there and yeah you can protest it without violence and if they decide they're going to do it they're going to do it the city has already decided that they're going to do it so yeah you can protest 
but go home. Don't create a disturbance. And that's the big problem. Uh, and not knowing who the participants were, they were Caucasians, a multi-group of folks that's protesting the environment. And I can understand they don't want green space taken away. Any, any more removal of green space around the city produces some climate issues uh, for the residents. But the decision's already been made. So protest, do your thing, and then go home. Don't create a violence or disturbance. Yeah, there's something unusual here, Mr. York, and, and, and as you noted, I mean, all, all but two were from out-of-state Georgia, uh, several from foreign countries, and um, it's it's they're, they're uh, all, somebody did a profile, you know, just checked up on uh, quite a few of them, and they're all from wealthy families, and, um, you know, young folks from wealthy families. Well, wealthy yeah. families have a dog in the fight. You know, they want to see climate maintained. They don't want to see climate destroyed. So because you are rich or because you're poor, it, it doesn't matter. You can still protest when you think things are not going in in your favor or how you want to see it. So, yeah, these are you know, pro- professional agitators, think, though, funded think, by somebody. They're, they're professional and funded no, by somebody. Not, I, don't, I wouldn't say they're professional, Ron. Every time people disagree with the establishment doesn't so mean you think this is some sort of grassroots group of people just happen to come in from out of state just by chance there are folks that are environmentally concerned and they have a right to go and protest peacefully peacefully yeah, no doubt about it but they don't shoot cops and burn buildings and that's what they're doing they didn't do it whoever participated in that didn't do it peacefully i don't support the, the violence that took place yeah, mm-hmm. of course. What you so you always say, police need training, right? This is the police training center. Well, it it hoped to be a police training center. But yeah, police need training. It's been your themes. The better trained teachers, the better trained police. So that's what this thing is. I was on the board that was involved in doing it. I, I don't know why we're getting these police are getting shot at and, and and menaced by these people. They're from out of state. Don't know what's up. I, I don't well, you know, I'd say the same thing. Like There's something more to it. I'd say the same thing about people on the right who wants to attack Chinese Americans that are in Congress and and say make disparaging remarks about that. What's that's not who right? Does, who does that? If shoot them, they burn their houses. Or I missed this. No, there's there's a congressman in 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 uh, in Congress that actually said on the floor that this American Chinese representative was a communist was a chinese communist person she grew up in this country she was american educated and grew born here grew up here she's just as american as you and i sanders i mean if she's communist i mean i know there's quite rhetoric but you can't draw the line on criticism just because you're asian american if you're doing communist things i don't care if you're Bernie she's Sanders, an, or, Amer- she's in the United States representative doing know, United States communist. representative communist things. Communist is a party in the United States. She could be a communist. I mean, AOC is a socialist, a, a, a devout socialist. You can point it out. I don't know this congressman you're talking about. Uh, so, yeah, I, so representative Chu, representative Chu, she's from California. Okay, I, she's I, the I just, one that someone called her a, a communist. She's from California. Yeah. That's the first hint. Yeah. That's for sure. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you can have rhetoric about policies that are communist. If she wants to share the wealth and take people, you know, get rid of property rights, that's a communist type of move. It's fair game. She took the oath of office just it like matter. he did, Ron. Just like matter. he did. Well, there's you nothing. Oath of office was uh, Murdoch. He down swore there. to uphold the Constitution of the United States, just like the representative did that labeled her. Uh, well, okay, so, they're, so, they're, so she's free from I mean, criticism. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't criticize there, her. There's nothing in the Constitution or any oath of office that says a communist cannot hold office in this country. Right. That's the beauty of it. I don't want them, but yeah, yeah they've got yeah. they can. They got a bunch of them up there. Jim Jordan and his and his guilt. Well, you're you're going after these guys. So so someone called her a communist uh, based off probably maybe her policies or something. Maybe she's a, maybe she is a communist. You can be a communist. I mean, we find out communists in there. We got socialists in there. But I don't know anything about this California congressman. I, I am still looking at this Atlanta situation though. And this uh, one of these protesters shot a police officer, and then the police returned fire and killed him. Uh, this fellow was known as uh, Torquito, and he mm. was identified, and he identified as non-binary. Um, so, he's you know, dead right now. Yeah, well, he identifies as dead right now. Yeah, you're right. But um, you know, I I had an acquaintance who went up. Uh, I mean, two things. First of all, these people in Atlanta remind me of, uh, you know, I'm the historian here. But uh, around the turn of the last century, worldwide, we had uh, a big, uh, in West, well, in Western countries, you know, in Europe and the United States, we had protest and violence and whatnot. And they were known as wobblies. And they were just, they were just for anarchy. You know, they just didn't want any government at all, just anarchist. Uh, and they were a significant movement in this country and in parts of Europe in in the early 1900s. And and these folks were very reminiscent to me of of the Wobblies. You know, or yeah. that like the, the January uh, the, the weather like underground January six folks. Yeah, the weather underground. Well, no one got killed. You know, only people got killed were January six protesters, not any police or anyone else was hurt. I would argue there's probably more damage done at this Antifa-based police thing in Atlanta that was ever done in the Capitol on January 6th. Now, I don't know that for sure. My gut tells me it's true. I don't know where you get Antifa from. When you start anybody burning stuff, do we anybody, burn anything at the Capitol? Anybody you can't identify, you want to label Broke a couple Antifa. windows, you know, monkey with Nancy Pelosi's podium. You know, you just put that back. You stand the podium back up. You know, is everything to be fine? So I, I just don't know. I, I, I think there's a false equivalency yeah, That's some noble uh, gesture by these Antifa groups. I think they're doing more damage, than, and they should be dealt with the same way January 6th people were dealt with, the same way in Portland. You know, Walmart just pulled out of Portland, Mr. York. What do you think about that? Walmart pulls out of Portland. They get stolen from all the time. Police won't do anything. In these food deserts where they are, where the poor people really need to go in there and get them some, you know, Equate brand bread or Equate brand sugar or whatever, they can't get it anymore. So what's, what about that? That must be a business corporate decision, huh? Yeah, but it's caused by local but, police but, action, local government action in Portland, the most liberal, woke, a, stupid city in the country. It's a corporate decision. That's what okay. corporates do. They made it. We'll see what happens. Well, <clears throat> who's hurt by it? And again, the, the Wobblies down in Atlanta, you know, they just, uh, you know, I, I knew, I had a personal acquaintance who went up to protest the Keystone Pipeline, you know, spent a year up there in the middle of the winter you know we're talking 20 below and uh 
you know, she's she's a friend of the family, but uh, she's been hospitalized several times for mental illness. Um, you know, I, I, I suspect that a lot of these people, like old Tortiga there, just are mentally ill, you know. Um, yeah. And, 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 you know, we live in a country, America, that if you have a point, if you have an idea, if you're protesting something legitimate, people will get behind you. Right? But tell us what you're protesting. You can't just throw Montel cocktails at things just because you're, you know, woke and you think you're cool or you're anarchist and you, you know, you have a, you know, Che t shirt and you're, you're super cool. There's, there's, there has to be some reason logic. And, th- and then that, the idea will take off, right? But th- these are not ideas. These are just, just what do you want? And they, they get attention for it, from it, but their ideas are stupid. And we reject their ideas. And then we go to the next one. But we got to be, you know, you got to deal with violence. And, and I, I like that they're out there because they're so stupid. They they make our point, right? Well, what's notable like here is the because identifies idiots. The neighbors, as Miss Short points out, the Hispanic, black, largely. You know, they're they're not part of this violent protest. They apparently they're they're good with the with uh, the training center. At least as far as we know, they're not part of the protest. And most of the cops in Atlanta are African American. So it's, it's not racial. I, I don't know what they're protesting and what the end game is. They're just wobblies. Well, that's the big question. You don't know why they're protesting, but you can pontificate about what they're doing. So, you know. Okay. So you're justifying them. I'm not justifying them. I'm just saying violence saying is never suck, the answer. But, yeah, you're, but you're, we don't I, know what I, they're asking. Really what they're Mr. York. I'm, I'm trying to listen to them, but I'm not hearing anything. And you're just, you're, you defend them I, just, just out of a knee jerk reaction. I'm not defending them. I'm saying we're talking about something that we don't know about. That's all I'm saying. Well, I'm asking I, to know more information. It's, but it's, I'm saying the violence that occurred shouldn't have been the answer to anything. Right. Well, it's something, uh, you know, unusual that has arisen upon the scene in the United States in the, the last couple of years uh, has not been seen before and for almost 120 years. Um, it's difficult looking back historically to explain what the anarchists were for in 1900. Yeah, um, yeah well, you also, well, yeah. Doug, you got the, you know, heirs and, and the weather underground who, you know, bomb buildings kill people, and all of a sudden they're heroes of the left now. They, they, they want well, to blurb Obama's book. I think, I I think mean, they want to. I'm for drag shows in Tennessee. Come on, Tennessee. Bonnaroo, Knoxville. Let's have them drag shows revived. You, you know, Miss George. Enoch George, one of our sheriffs, participated in about seven or eight of them. Sheriff did? Yeah, Enoch George had a.